So, did you see the zombie thingy? Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> what do you mean you're not sure about this one? What do you mean? Come on, tell me why you're not sure. Come on, please tell me why you're not sure. Look at out of all the episodes, that one down there with um, Captain Carter, to be honest with you. Sam, I'm going to tell you why this one is up there with one of the best. Because... This is my, like, this is my perspective, right? Uh-huh. You're going you're gonna to go into like the whole comic book thing, right? Keep in mind, I'm not a big comic um, book fan. So. This is... <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't going to go all comic booky. I was just going to go into Marvel movie. And I was going to go, but here's what, like, here's what's what even made this episode even more better for me. So, okay. first off, the, the episode was already good. We're going to talk about the episode in a second. But the episode was already good. It was like, yo, this episode is already fucking good. Like, it was mm-hmm. already dope. The thing was, I seen somebody posted on Instagram and they was like yo you know what this is saying right you know what what if it's saying and like you know, I know you're sitting there like what do you mean what, what, what is this it's saying that Scott Lang and Janet Van Dyne and the Ant-Man family Hank Pym all of them are the strongest in the whole fucking MCU there's no way to even top that I'm oh like, yeah, you realize that the last episode before that you noticed like that too. Yeah, this one was like, oh my god, they created the fucking zombies. Like they have they have the power to shape fucking outcomes of fucking universes, dude. Like you're telling me like they did, like they're not the most powerful people right now. Fucking crazy, fucking crazy. Yeah. It's like that's what that's what made it like ten times better for me. But this episode was just so good because it was like. It had the mix of Endgame. It had the mix of Ant-Man and Wasp. It just, like, it just was so, like, it was just so cool because it had, like, these big elements mixed together with the zombie apocalypse. And this is, like, it's the worst thing because, like, once again, you have zombies who are unkillable, but now you have zombies with superpowers. You're like, oh, shit, this is bad. Then they're right there in the middle of getting fucked by Thanos and they get zombified and it's like, alright, well we have to deal with them and Thanos' dudes. Oh shit, the zombies just took over Thanos' guys. Now we have to run. We're left with this shit crew, this shit little skeleton crew that we have to make it out and survive with. And the whole entire crew goes down. And then we get to the end And another thing, here's another fucking thing that nobody put together. You gotta keep Vision and Wanda separate. You cannot put them two motherfuckers together. They are the worst people in the whole fucking universe. You can't put them together. You can't Mm -hmm. put them together. This motherfucker he's saving people so she can eat them because he wants her to stay alive because he loves her and he doesn't want to let her go. Motherfucker, you're tough, like this episode was just so good and it's like, oh my god, this is great. But, and then like, I don't think anybody even paid attention to this. Because like, mm-hmm. half of the people are complaining like, oh, it was just a zombie episode or like, it was just boring. So you're gonna tell me that you didn't see Thanos at the end with the fucking gauntlet? And there yeah, was that, no ending? That was there was fucked no up. ending. <laughs> there was no ending. And I know people are like, no, it was an ending. No, 
every end of each episode, the Watcher comes back and the Watcher's like, well, that's how it is in this universe. Watcher ain't saying a goddamn thing in this universe. It just showed Thanos with the fucking Infinity Gauntlet standing there as a zombie. It was like, damn, like you just gonna leave it like that? That's, that's the cliffhanger? Like, yeah, what the fuck was that about? People say that, oh, he didn't say nothing because it was a bad ending. But yeah. Go back to the. If you go back to the what was the episode, the Star Lord episode, technically that was a bad bad ending, (laughs) and he said something. He said something at every at the end of every one of them. That's the problem. He said something at the end of every one of them, and nobody is realizing he said nothing, which means (laughs) this is probably going to carry over to the next episode. Like this Uh is going to probably this is probably going to be the first continuation episode, and nobody said anything. Nobody was like. Oh well, he didn't say anything. Everybody just left it at that. Was like, oh, Thanos goes to Gauntlet and he's a zombie. Fam, he never said this was over. If he would have said this was over, I'd be like, okay, well then we're just going to go to the next episode totally different. No, gotcha. he didn't say a goddamn thing. He just said nothing. Like he didn't even say that Thanos has the Gauntlet. He didn't say shit. He just was like, I'm like, yo, he didn't, he's not going to say nothing. Even when it went off, I'm looking through the credits. I'm like. He's going to say something, right? He's got to say something. Because the episode is over, right? Right? No, the episode's over, but that don't mean it's over, over. I'm like, oh, man. I don't know what's, I don't know what's about to happen. But I feel like that... I feel like that was way too spooky to just end it just... Nothing. This, this is the last thing I'm going to show you. And the funny part is, like, Jacob was coming right to Thanos. So it's like... Damn, like, we're not going to find out what happened. I know we don't find out what happened on all of them. But, like, this one was, like, a specific one that you're like, you're not going to find out what happened at all? Like, you really want to know in this one. It's like, Yeah, on. it's like, like, come on, we're not going to find out at all? Like, I, I want to know. Like, somebody let me know. Like, I just want to know. Like, just, 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 I just want to know. Just, like, let me know. Like, fucking, just let me know. This is felt, this felt, this felt weird. This felt weird. This, this felt weird. Like the episode wasn't horrible to me, like the the Carter one, but it wasn't as good as the last couple. You know what I mean? But it is it, it was still good. Yeah, like this one, like I'm gonna put this I don't know where I'm ranking this one, but like I'm not ranking it below the Carter one. Like the Carter one is like the no. bottom of the barrel. This one I have no idea where I wanna rank this one. Like I don't I like I honestly don't know where I wanna rank this. Cause it was so good and then like the whole him and Jenny Van Dyne thing like causing this whole thing and like we have this thing where they're like the bad guys the, the thread through the whole what ifs are them being bad guys and then you see the vision and Wanda thing and you're like okay well this is alright well I don't I don't know how to feel about this like I have no idea how to feel like I seriously don't know how to feel do you think there might be a thing that actually MCU like they're hinting at something no no movie movie no, none of, like, I'm gonna, like, almost guarantee that none of this crosses over into the MCU. It's just okay. literally telling us what could happen because I feel like none of this is crossing over because this is just oh, what could happen and what is a precautionary tale of what possibly could happen if somebody slips on the wheel while we're fucking driving. That's what's, that's, that's a, a little what if. 
yeah, no, this is this is a literal what if, but like the thing, the only thing about this what if that's so different is like it's making you now question everything you're going to see later. Like, because mm-hmm. now you're going to see shit, you're going to be like, oh, is this part of what if? Or is this somehow connected to what if? Now your brain cells is like all corrupted because you're like, all right, this what if, what if, what if, what if. Then you get there and you're like, oh, this has nothing to do with nothing. This is just normality. But you're like, you're still paranoid because you're like, this happened in what if. So you know what I mean? It's like, it's going to be one of those things that's going to fuck with you. And like, that's why that's I asked, cause like, you know, we're coming up with a fucking uh, Ant-Man movie soon. So that's why. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, that's the thing. Like, it's going to put in your brain cells where now no matter what they do when they spin something and change something in the MCU, you're confused because now you're corrupted by what if. Like your yeah. brain will be like all of your like theories and stuff. Your theory crafted is now completely shattered because you're gonna theory craft what if style, and you're gonna be like, uh, 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 but then the right path is gonna be right there in front of you. But you're gonna be so crazy because what if you're gonna be theory crafting all over, and it's gonna be like, uh, uh, it, it was a smart thing because now it's like. We've blind you with this great thing that you could have, but what you are having is good. So what if, what if WWE got their shit together? What if WWE did the right thing? What if they actually ran wrestling the right way. What if they actually gave a fuck? And that would be called WWE Dynamite. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I was going to go in with a joke with like, yeah, I've seen like a 14 million uh, um, halfways and I don't see that any- anywhere. But there you go. <laughs> yes. WWE Dynamite. Because contrary to what everybody believes, it literally is WWE Dynamite. Sorry, pal. Uh-huh. Sorry. Like I don't like I'm, I know that people are just like, no, it's not. It's totally they care. Yeah. Well, when I go through this, you'll be like, oh yeah, this is WWE Dynamite. So, question. Uh-huh. How do you feel about new Dynamite? Like new dynamite with new people. How do you feel? Especially the new open. How do you feel about that? The new what you say, opening? Yeah, the new opening. And like I peeped at it real quick, like they worked fast with that shit. I'm like, what the hell? But Yeah. Like it's I don't know what to say, like I'm lost for words because it's good. But at the same time, just like it, it's NXT. Yes. But it's yes. done correctly, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it it is. And like, this episode, I'm not going to shit on the fans. Not at all. Not say shit to them. Not, not shit on them. But like, yeah, no, I'm just going to talk about the show. But like, yeah. yeah, it's just like, and like, you noticed it when I was talking, like, the whole night watching it. I just kept calling it WWE without mm-hmm. even thinking. Like, I wasn't thinking, like, oh, AEW. 
like, no, I just kept calling it WWE because it was a lot of WWE type things in there. And it's like, I don't know why. It just felt weird. It just felt like, weird. I started feeling something because, like, and they, like, the, the listeners all know you're a New Japan fan or whatever. That's where you plant your, your flag and whatever, as you mentioned. I'm more the WWE guy. I'm not an E drone, but I'm the WWE guy. But I could call it flop. And I felt mm-hmm. insulted. You could call it WWE so many times. <laughs> Yeah, it just, like, I don't know. It just felt so off. And, like, yeah. the first match is what, like, threw everything off. Because the first <laughs> match was Dustin Rhodes and Aleister Black. And it just was, like, a weird match. Malachi. I, I, I didn't, Malachi. <laughs> see? 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 <laughs> like, see? I don't know if they, they correct you when it comes to that, but you're in the V mode right now. Yeah, because th- that's how that's how this show felt. That's this how this match felt. Yeah, no, no. I'll give him a little bit of respect, <laughs> even though he don't respect the homeless. It's fine, right? And like, because we watched this match, and it was something you said to me, and like, which makes this even funnier, because you said. Okay. Would Goldust and and Alistair Black have a match in WWE? I was like, yeah, they probably would in main event. And like, I'm watching this, and this is probably like a main event caliber match. And yeah. like, I don't know why. Like, I don't feel like Dustin was like 100% in this match. And like, he's wrestling against Alistair Black. Alistair Black's trying to wrestle his match. And it just felt weird. It just felt off. He was like, okay. My opinion, way too long. Yeah, that too. We're going to get into another why it was way too long. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. And something happened in this match, and you brought this up, and, you, and like, it's been a big topic of discussion in, like, throughout the Aleister Black thing, especially because you brought it up. Okay. When Aleister Black brought out Cody's boot, and he gave it to Dustin, you said... Dude, why does he always give people weapons? I bet when he the person uses the weapon on him, they're going to he's gonna have them join him. And I was like, yeah, like wait, why does he keep doing that? Because I was told like I totally forgot he does that in every match. But it started the um, big shoddy too with cheer. Yeah. And now like it's like making a way around the internet that like your theory is becoming of more and more theory. Okay. Like, yeah. Because that's so, the halfway joke. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a theory now. <laughs> so Dustin busts his mouth and he lost the Malachi Black. And we're basically going to get Cody versus Malachi Black eventually. Yeah. So then... We get CM Punk comes out. So CM Punk comes out. Wait, no, before that, we get Eddie Kingston and Miro talking. Basically, they're going to have another match probably in New York, and Eddie's going to win. But yeah, that's the thing. But we had the CM Punk promo. The earlier, the thing that earlier in the day, CM Punk tweeted, I don't know who keeps leaving these hats around, which was like FTW hat. And I was like, Oh, he's beefing with FTW, which basically had wound up happening. 
Did you see this feud coming? Not at all. Not at all. But just for like a certain thing that happened in this like promo, like I'm glad it is. Yeah. Punk was out there and he was talking about he could still go and everybody's chanting, you still got it. And he said, shout out to Aunt Linda because they was in Cincinnati and Aunt Linda is Brian Pillman's aunt from Dark Side of the Ring. And it was like, he was having like a happy moment. And the, here's the funniest thing. Like, I laughed because it was so funny and dumb. He goes, guys, I don't know what's next. So I'm going to leave it up to you. Who do you want me to wrestle? Everybody just shouted out random fucking names. And he was so baffled. Like, he literally just walked around the ring like, I, I, I don't even know where to go because I can't even get a nice read on what people are saying. He's like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like, this is funny as shit. And then Taz was on a commentary and he was like, hey, don't you call up my boys. Now, this is, this is how WWE... AEW is. When Taz said, don't you call out my boys, and Punk's like, I never called out your boys. You turned to me and said, dude, what the fuck is Taz talking about? Is he drunk? <laughs> and I had to tell you, I was like, it was a post on social media with the hat. And he was like, well, nobody brought that up. And it was just like, nobody brought this up. And it was just like, we just randomly jump into this right out of the blue like what what are we talking about like I don't even see people in the crowd like what the fuck is that talking about because honestly if you're in a crowd you're not checking social media you're not going oh let me check Instagram Twitter and all this and see what's the updates you're fucking lost so when he says that you're like what the fuck are you talking about Taz like it was so disjointed it was straight up a WWE thing it was like uh and I think, like, at that point, that's when I start calling this WWE. I think so, too, yeah. Because Taz and Punk were going back and forth, and Taz is talking about, I'm, you're going to have to fight one of my guys, and this and that, and whatever. And Punk hits the line. And we both pop for the line because we're both Taz marks. Punk goes, beat me if you can. Survive if I let you. And we both pop because we're like, we're huge Taz marks. We're like, dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Not only that, but but Taz's reaction, like his mouth hit the fucking like uh, floor, like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> like, I expect Booker T to show up out of nowhere. Like, he didn't just say that. Tell me he didn't just say that. Dude, Booker should have showed up. That, that would have been way more fun. Right. But- that was hilarious. So, then after that, we had, they went to commercial, they came back from commercial, we had Ruby Soho, and she was in the back, and this is, like, I swear to God, this is another WWE trope. I swear to God, this is another WWE trope. It was all over social media, and I'm not even sure if it probably was on the pay-per-view when they said, Ruby Soho will take on Jamie Hayter. So, they had a promo in a bag Ruby Soho and Jamie Hayter and uh, Reba and Britt Baker. They're talking, and it sets up the match for Ruby Soho versus Jamie Hayter that was already announced. I'm like, dude, dude, are you serious? Like, are you serious? Yeah, it wasn't actually the pay-per-view, by the way. 
Yeah, see? And like, they just act like, no, we're just setting this up right here because they had a little argument. Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, this is so WWE. <laughs> but what wasn't WWE was the match that came up next. It was Top Flight Security, Dante Martin versus Powerhouse, Will Hobbs. And it's like, okay. So, of course, Dante Morton Martin is just jumping around doing some cool shit on Powerhouse Hobbs, fucking him up until until he went for a suicide dive and Hobbs caught his face while his was on the ropes. And I'm just like, why? And he just slams his head into the post. TV is a minute before Renegade. And I just said, oh my. And you just said what? And then what was your reaction? Oh my God. <laughs> it was so crazy. It was so crazy. It was it fucking popped us both. And I'm already set up for it, but I had the same reaction. <laughs> yeah, that's how crazy it was. Like that was like it was a crazy spot. Like I've like I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. And it was just crazy. Credit to both these guys. You have to have timing like a motherfucker to do that. Yes. So they finish the match and Hobbs gets the win. And like everything's okay. Then we have fucking Dan Lambert and Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Not needed. Not needed at all. With this cheap ass, weird ass fucking promo about, oh, it's because they're not a midget and they suck and they can't bustle. It's like they're trying to be Cornette, but it's like super overdone to the point where it's just like, it's not even heat. It's just like, oh my God, this is so annoying. Just please go away. Like not even bad, like, oh, go away heat. It's like, this is just annoying. Like you like you should be above this. This is some WWE type shit. Why are you doing this? Exactly. Like they shouldn't let the guy talk. Like any company he's been in, they never really let him talk. So I don't know why they let him talk now. I don't know. And this is, it's not like it's going anywhere. It's just weird. I mean, yeah. it is going somewhere because it's going somewhere because, like, I found out something that's supposed to happen next week. And, like, I kind of predicted this, but, like, we'll talk about. Matter of fact, fuck it. We talk about it now because, like, <laughs> there's, like, there's nothing else to tie it to this except for the, the thing later on. But here's, here's the tie in. So you okay. were talking with Archer, right? Yeah. And I was like, Archer needs a partner. And when I said Archer needs a partner, I just left it at that. Archer had a match in Archer wore Suzuki gun shirt. And I was like, he wears a Suzuki gun shirt. That means nothing. I did the same. I said, that means nothing. Well, apparently, of course, once again, Nostradamus right here. Suzuki and Archer will show up next week. And they're going to have a little challenge. And it's probably going to wind up being a minute a year somehow. Okay. Yes. So that's it. Going to die, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. Men of the year are going to die. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them to die. I'm happy for their deaths. And yes. They're going to die within a minute. Yes. So then we get a very fucking controversial MJF. 
tell people like, yeah, it was so going, oh my god, it was so good. It was not controversial for that. Before we even get into the promo and dig into like the whole thing, what do you think about this? Like, what did you think about the MJF promo? It was not even a promo. Like, it's like <laughs> he tries too fucking hard. Like, I don't see like what people see in him. Like, we saw him in the beginning, but like when he was at MLW, that that was like his high point. MLW. Now it's like, yes. meh. Yeah. And it's so funny because somebody was like, oh, he did a cheap heat promo. And like, people know that cheap heat is played out, that has been played out for so long that he brought it back and made it cool. And it's like, what? Like, cheap heat is just garbage. Like, if you have to stoop to cheap heat, you're garbage. You cannot. You cannot cut a real promo if you have to go all the way to cheap heat and talking about the town and talking about the fans. Like, we've evolved past that. Like, we've evolved to points where we're just like, you know, I don't need to talk. I don't need to talk about this shit. I can just talk about the person. I can just talk about other shit, the company. Like, I can talk about other shit. Like, no, no. He has to get cheap heat talking about Cincinnati. Then he talks about Brian Pillman's aunt. And then he talks about Brian Pillman's sister who's pregnant. Which was really fucked up. Not fucked up that she's pregnant. <laughs> That's not what I mean. <laughs> he's talking about a pregnant woman. That's not. I didn't mean it's fucked up that she's pregnant. It's cool that she's pregnant. Okay, I don't know if it's cool that she's. You know what? I'm gonna skip this because I'm more controversial than him right now. By act, totally by act. He talks so, about Brian Pillman also. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna segue the way out of it. <laughs> yes, please do. And then Brian Pillman so, Jr. showed up too. <laughs> oh my God, this was the worst part of the segment. And I swear to God, everybody's like, he came out so hot and so hyper to fight. This dude came out to his music, stood on the fucking rampway. Yay, I'm from Cincinnati. You should talk about Cincinnati. It's like, dude, he just insulted your whole family. Run down on the ring and beat this bitch's ass. Okay, so he comes out to the ring. He gets. He starts talking shit to MJF. MJF talks about Brian Pillman's mom, and like he gets ready to go at him. And Wardlow holds him off. Then he calms down for a second. Then MJF tells Wardlow, "Go stand in the corner." And he says something else to Pillman. Pillman jumps on him, and like he's not even punching him with like anger. He's just punching him, just like I'm punching you because I have to. It's not. There's no anger in him. It's like there was none of that. And then Wardlow and MJF beat him up. But it was no error. This is what I wanted. MJF, not MJF. Fucking Brian Pillman <laughs> is the like human form of Droopy the Dog. If you don't know who Droopy the Dog is, look him up. <laughs> yes. It then the fucking most hilarious part about this promo is Griff Garrison comes out. Griff Garrison takes one punch from MJF with the ring and Griff Garrison is knocked out of sleep for the next 90 minutes. Like, Griff Garrison is dead <laughs> off of one punch. They had to carry his bitch in the back. I'm like, what the fuck? He's just dead. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. He was up later for like the backstage promo, but I don't think he was aware where the fuck he was. 
Yeah, he wasn't. That was so fucked up. <laughs> so, then we had Jamie Hayter. And she's coming down the ring with Britt Baker and Reba. Now, Jamie Hayter's coming out of the ring. And she's just like, just like a fucking weird, angry person. Like, she's coming out to the ring and they're booing her. And she's literally mouthing, what the fuck? What is wrong with you fucking people? It's like, dude, like, like chill. Like, there's nothing for you to be angry. Like, you fucking morons. Like, why are you so angry? Like, like they're not even really booing you. They're just like, yeah, boo. They're like, what the fuck are you booing me for? Dude, they're ch- it's your job. Relax. I see what you're saying. Yo, she was so angry. I've never seen anybody angry at people angry of her for no reason. And, like, it's not even like they're just seriously booing. And then, like, Ruby Soho comes out, and they start chanting Ruby. Fucking Jamie Hader gets up on a rope, and it's like, what the fuck, you're not going to cheer for me? Like, you're bad guy. What are you doing? <laughs> like, she's just so, like, she's just so crazy. I love her. I fucking love her. So her and Ruby have the match. Ruby gets the win. Then Ruby gets beat up by Britt Baker and Reba. Then Riho comes out. Riho gets beat up. And then Chris Statlander comes out with a chair to save him at the end. And it was fucking hilarious because you go, why did she bring out a chair and didn't use it? But Ruby was so fucked up that she had to sit in a chair <laughs> after the beatdown. Was it me? Did it seem like she like gonna go heal and use it on them? So. That's what I thought for a second. I was like, oh shit, Chris Antlers is gonna be evil, but it's like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Evil alien. Yes. And they actually have a six man on Rampage and they wind up winning the good guys that is pronouns. Okay. The, the good guys beat the bad guys and the six man on rampage. Rampage. I imagine Ruby's the one that got the win. Yes. To set up the her and Britt Baker title match eventually. I hope soon, but eventually. Yeah. Pin so, pin on Britt, right? No, I don't I don't know who she pins. I just know like the oh. results so far. So then we got, for the millionth and fifties time, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, talking about they want to fight each other again, and I'm just like, please let this die, WWE. Please, WWE, let this die. Just let it die. Ladies and gentlemen, he literally said that shit, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, not, that's not a joke. He literally said that. <laughs> it was at this point where I kept on, dude, come on, chill. <laughs> no. <laughs> So then we had a Dark Order descent versus the Pinnacle. Because we had John Silver and Uno and Grayson versus FTR and Sean Spears. So (laughs) I I wanted to, but I changed my mind. Okay. So they're in a match. The match starts off. And I couldn't tell them apart because they're two bald beard guys. So, 
So first, Grayson's in there, and he and the other one tags out. Who the fuck is that one? Stu Grayson and John Silver. See, That's see, it. I already got him confused already. Silver's tagged out, and they're like angrily tagging back and forth. And then Silver gets in there and starts running wild, and Grayson's like, "All right, whatever." So they start going. The match starts going good. They kind of keep a flow. And in the middle of the match, Uno is in the middle of the ropes. And John Silver knocks him off by accident. They lose the match. And then Uno gets up and starts beefing with him. Uno is pissed. And, like, they start fighting 5, 10, and the rest of them are out there. And they're all just, like, pushing each other and fighting. So... Before this, there was a little segment with Ana Jay and Tanara Conti, and Ana Jay came in just like the mom or big sister was like, hey, guys, stop fucking fighting. So then at the end, when everybody was fighting again, she was going to go down there, and Tanara was like, no, don't go down there. Just let them fight it out. And I'm like, okay, I know where this is going to end. I know exactly where this is going to end. It's going to okay. end with Hangman coming back to save everybody. And like, the Dark Order is going to be in full capacity. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, we, we get a fucking promo backstage with fucking Tully Blanchard. So Tully Blanchard, Tully Blanchard challenges Darby, goes, Darby Allen, you're going to face Sean Spears. And Sting, if you get in my way, I'm going to beat your ass. And sooner or later, Sting is going to be me and you. And I was like, okay, this is going to go either one or two ways. It's either going to go Tully Blanchard's going to bring in Ric Flair or this is going to be some kind of WWE fuck thing. Whatever it is, all of this is just WWE-esque. There you go. WWE, baby. Like, either way, it's a WWE thing because that's the way they would bring in Ric Flair, too. Yes. But wait, no, no, hold on. So, Mm -hmm. another way to might possibly bring in Ric Flair because like I said I don't know the full dynamics of what happened on Rampage I just know a little bit so mm-hmm. this is what happened you know Pac and Andrade have a match in Rampage yeah they have the match Andrade winds up beating up Chavo so Chavo's gone but here's the weird thing Penta and Phoenix also beat up Chavo <laughs> so Chavo's gone so that means Ric Flair is probably going to show up and help Penta. I mean, not Penta. I'm on the rider. Hey, Yes. So here's another here's another thing where Droopy the dog was and his sidekick Hopalong Cassidy, whatever fucking you call Griff Garrison. So they're in the back. They're getting they're getting sewed up. And all of a sudden, the acclaim come in. They're like, hey, something, something, something. Like, yeah, I'm going to have a match with you on Rampage. And they give Brian flowers. And Max Caster, whatever the one who does the raps, the loser, the loser one, like, tries to jump. And Brian just stands there. Now, if it was me, I would hit him with the flowers. Brian lets them leave and then throws the fucking flowers on the ground. Griff Garrison is still trying to fucking come to consciousness. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? What is this shit? I'm like, what is this shit? I would have beat this shit out of him with the, with the flowers, you're right. Exactly. And the funny part about it is 
Tillman winds up beating Max Caster on Rampage. So that's the thing. They would have went the other so, way. I already got mad. Right. So then we had Tony Schiavone bring out BTE, the whole BTE. And then they call out Adam Cole. The Bucks are looking more, more and more weirder each time. I don't even know what they're doing. It's just weird. It's just weirdness. Adam Cole keeps the boom. Now, here's something. Like, here's exactly why I didn't want to say anything when you said something to me last night. Because okay. you said something to you said something to me last night. And I'm going to like I'm going to fuck I'm gonna fuck your head up. Because you okay. said something to me and I remember when I was like, hmm, and I just left it, I just left it alone. Yeah, yeah. Adam Cole comes in the ring and he talks about how good Tenny is. And he talks about how good the Bucks are. Now, Gallows and Anderson are standing there, and so is Don Callis. He says nothing about them. If you look in the background, Anderson looks at Gallows. Gallows looks at him, and there's a little look like, oh, these motherfuckers. Oh, okay, I see how this is. They don't, okay. They don't give a fuck about us. It just had that little look, because he had to grab, Gallows had to grab Anderson from saying something, because it was like, hmm, there's something there. There's a little something there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, noticed, I noticed something too when they were doing the Adam Cole, baby. The rest of them did it, but those mm-hmm. three. Yes. So I'm going to going to talk about something in just a second, but I have to talk about the Tony Schiavone thing. So uh-huh. for some reason, Adam Cole got mad at Tony Schiavone for hanging around Britt Baker, and he said, "If I ever see you around her again, kick your ass." And it's like, like the funniest part about this is like. You're trying so hard to be a heel. And like, we're trying, like, I'm trying, like, I'm so hard trying to believe that you're a bad guy and you would kick his ass for being around your wife. But I'm like, it's you, Adam. Like, I'm not going to take you seriously. I'm not going to take you seriously beating some guy up. Like, it's this phony scenario. Like, if, if it was a real person that you really had beef with and you were at, mad at, I would be like, I agree, Adam Cole will whoop your ass. But this is just you being Adam Cole to piss people off. So yeah, that's the thing. So story time with Viper, baby. <laughs> so there's a rumor going out there, put out there by you know who, and it's Adam Cole was supposed to be Keith Lee's manager on the main roster. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what. That's what was the idea pitched. And so here's the thing. Once it came from that person, and you know that that person has so much clout, it immediately cycled down the, the through lines through the YouTube people, through the little fuckers on Twitter and, and whatever. And they just all of a sudden was like, this is why you should leave WWE. WWE is so bad, blah, 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 blah. And they had all of these things. There was a couple of sensible people and a very couple of sensible people and it was one person that that literally just came out and said it out loud. Said the quiet part out loud. And he goes, why would you believe something to discredit somebody else from somebody who is constantly trying to bring down a competition? Doesn't this seem odd? 
And I was like, well, of course. It does. And like, everybody's like, oh my God, I believe that, I believe that. Like, it's definitely what, what what's happening. Yeah, well, that's not the story I heard. Like, I actually heard that he was going to be pushed, like, super hard on the main roster and going to have an intercontinental title feud. But what do I know that, that you know, the great head of Houdini doesn't? Just, you'll see. Like, you guys will see later. That now, one makes a lot more sense. But yes. <laughs> now, because we're having a little story time, baby. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, Mount Rushmore. Just because these guys are out here, hmm. <laughs> he tweeted about Mount Rushmore, and then he he tweeted almost there, and the Bucks was like there, so. Everybody's like, hmm, Kevin Owens jumping ship. And I'm like, yes, kill, scene, kill. How do you feel about that? I would be all right with it. Me too. Like at this point, I'm like, fuck it. Anybody go anywhere the fuck they want. As long as you're happy. Yeah. And the funny part is like, you know how like soon as somebody's ready to leave, everybody immediately goes, oh, WWE did shit with them. And like they ran down all of Kevin Owens' Like big things, it was like he had the title, he had this, and then like they never did shit with him. And it's literally like he's one of the people who they give free control over the mic when he has the mic. And it's like if they didn't give a fuck about you, they wouldn't be doing, they wouldn't be giving you free control to just do whatever you want on the mic. Just literally say, hey, just talk about this, this, and this, and just you do whatever. Like people wouldn't do that if they just like didn't fucking think of you as a top guy, but. It is what it is, but like, and I'm not. I'm just like I said. I'm not gonna dunk on you fans this week. Like, it, it doesn't even matter. But like, I want Kevin to leave, and I also want Generico to leave because, like, hey, they want to go have fun with their friends. Hey, it's it's not even about money. It's we want to go have fun with our friends and hang out with our friends at work, and that's what we want to do. I mean, it is. <laughs> Generico. <laughs> And then it was a gift that I posted. It was a perfect gift. It was a perfect gift. And like, if you follow me on Twitter at viral underscore viper, you will like you will see me tweet random shit, and you just be like, "Huh, what does that mean?" And if you're smart enough, you can decode it. I tweeted a gift of Prince, and Prince was on the Disney Channel. And they asked him, what's his name? And he said, I'm an artist formerly known as Prince. And it just was like, I just threw that out there because that seemed like a perfect gift to tweet. Perfectly. Just perfectly placed. Because an interview dropped and the person goes, yo, I don't really need WWE. I don't really need to be here. Like, they don't really need me. I don't need to be here. I mean, we'll see what's up, like, whenever, but I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I need to be here, whatever. The same person wanted to go NXT UK, but they decided, no, we want you to be on SmackDown. Well, this person is going to wrestle Roman Reigns for the world title, but, you know, this person really has been thinking about going back to being the artist known as Prince again. (laughs) 
So yeah, and why did I bring him up randomly right here? Didn't that seem odd that Gallows and Anderson aren't happy? Was yeah. That kind of odd? Yeah. But yeah, like I'm not saying anything, but yeah. You know, just just, just talking. Like Yeah. So that's the end of my story. Now back to the thing where Adam Cole and the elite were talking and they just having fun and Kenny literally says out of his mouth I shouldn't have got interrupted last time and as he's talking he gets interrupted by Daniel Bryan again and it's like just stop stop baiting him he's gonna come every time I'm just stop baiting him Bryan comes down to the ring and Bryan says hey me and you title match everybody wants to see it Kenny says no then they attack him. Brian's shoe comes off, which is the best part of this. His shoe comes off. Then Jungle Boy and the rest of the Jurassic Express come in, whatever, and Christian and Frankie Kazarian. And they just clean house, beat everybody down. Well, who cares? But Brian stands tall. So Brian versus Kenny Omega at uh, Full Gear, world title. I'm okay with that. But here's the thing. Everybody mm-hmm. is kind of okay with that. But you don't see the fact that Hangman Page is now being pushed down to the bottom. No, I definitely see it. And it's like, it's starting to go to that point where everybody is getting pushed down to the bottom. And everybody is starting to see, well, Maybe a bunch of new people ain't a good thing. And I'm like, you never know. It could be a good thing. We'll see. But it's fine. Good job, WWE. I mean, AEW. Yes. And also, here's another WWE thing that they did. The final match. Suzuki comes out to the ring. Has an iconic song. Iconic part where everybody cheers. Everybody's ready to sing it. Gets cut off a wild file. A wild, wild thing. Whatever the fuck it is. Wild fuck. Wild fuck, fuck, fuck him. Wild it fuck. gets cut It gets cut off and everybody's just groans like, oh. It literally is the worst thing you could do. Like, WWE just totally fucked it up. Like, how do you fuck this up, WWE? Like, how do you fuck it up this bad? This is a fucking international superstar. The fucking king. Suzuki. You cut off his fucking music for fucking Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose comes out and you're just like, oh my God, Dean Ambrose. No, it's because somebody fucked up the time. I don't give a fuck if somebody fucked up the time. You could have just cut off the last 10 minutes of Dean Ambrose out there slapping hands with his friends. You can cut that off. You do not, you do not cut off that music. WWE, you do not cut off that music. Tony Khan, do not cut off that music. Tony Khan, I will call Vince and tell him to yell at you because you do not cut off that music. (laughs) WWE, do not cut off that music next time. So Dean Ambrose, yes. Way too long. 
No, Dustin Rhodes and fucking Dan Lambert and all of the other fucks. It was too fucking long. Okay. It was all their fault. So Dean Ambrose wrestled Moxley. And yes, and if you imagine calling him what? Dean Ambrose wrestled Moxley? No, Dean Ambrose messed with Suzuki. But Dean okay. Ambrose, if you imagine I'm calling him Dean Ambrose, I'm mad that they cut off the music. So I'm calling him Dean Ambrose because they cut off his music. If they would have left the music, I'd have been like, okay, fine. Moxley, Dean Ambrose. No, this is this is it. This is an angry, this is an angry talk. Angry talking about WWE. So they wrestled for eight minutes. Eight minutes. Very short match. It was over. Moxley wins. Two minutes of him fucking celebrating. Dean Ambrose is celebrating in the crowd. Two minutes. Two fucking minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Could have had the song. They could have had the song. Song. But no, but no, fuck it. Viper, fuck this one's hometown. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> exactly. Who gives a flying fuck? WWE fucked up. And fuck you, WWE. WWE. That was bad. That was really bad, WWE. That was super bad. Like, if I had control, like, if I had control, like, if I was a GM. I would make some really cool, like, I would really make some cool shit happen. Like, I would have some really good storylines. The storylines would be great. The storylines would be consistent. Like, my WWE would be good. My WWE storylines would be great. Like, if I was a general manager, it would be great. But unfortunately, I can't. Yes. But unfortunately, I can't be the general manager to March. So that's a thing. Because GM mode is back in the game, and it's it's great, it's great, it's great. Like GM mode is back in the game, so yeah. Like I'll I'll definitely buy that game. I mean, it's like it's not gonna be like the only game that I get, because like you know, like Spider Man Two is coming out in two years, not close, just in two years. But why show it now? Two years. Oh, we have the trailer. <laughs> two years. But it's like there. It's right there. It's done. No, in two years. But you guys have been talking about this for like two other years. Yeah, well, in two more years. But guys, it's like literally you have the co-op mode. You've been talking about this the whole time. Two more years. Why would you talk? Why would you show it now? Oh, just to get you hyped in two more years. It's literally 2023. Oh, yeah. probably December 2023. December 2023. What are you? Why? Why would you do this? To, why would you? Why in your heart of heart would you do this? Like, who sent you to do this? Oh no, no, this it's it's perfectly fine. You like you'll have other games to play, like Wolverine. Okay, cool. I'll play Wolverine. When does Wolverine come out? To be determined. What? Okay. Like. <laughs> Okay, you're not even gonna tell me when that comes out. Oh, but listen, buddy, like we could do, like you could play other games on it. Like we have this great system. What about God of War Ragnarok? Okay, cool, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, that's not coming out right away either. Well, fuck it, just throw the whole damn system away. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck you. Like this, 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 this is how it feels. Like fuck you. Like you're just gonna put these games out, not even tease them for the, like, like we said. It's like. No, years away. Fuck you. 
Like it's like I literally have this fucking PS5 to pay me and it's for nothing. Like, yeah, well, whatever. Fuck you. Fuck my dick. That's literally what they've been saying. That's been a conversation between me for the longest. Like, we're the PS5 game. Exactly. And the, the bad part about it is like these PS5 games, they're like, yeah, no, they're PS5 games, but also PS4 games. So you're not getting the full autonomy of graphics because we have to put them for a shitty system. Like, come on! Like, I'm so like I'm so angry. I'm literally just sitting here waiting for this good stuff, and they're like, "Hey, all of this good stuff, not coming soon." <laughs> you, you can see Yo, that that I I want that in a commercial. Like, you know how the commercial be like coming soon? I want a not coming soon. Yes. Well, that's literally. Every time they have a PlayStation event, they should say, "All games not coming soon." Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would rather that. I'd literally you. You start that off, and I'll be like, "All right, well, we're here. Like, we're here to see some games that's going to come out eventually." It's like making a trailer for a movie that's coming out like years later. That's been done. <laughs> yeah, let's see. It's like making a trailer for the Matrix is not coming out the. To- fucking end of the year like oh my god why yeah. <laughs> like, why like the fuck like yeah but like it's, it might come out 2022 we don't know we're still not done filming this the fuck did you show the trailer they never when it out, right? no they never said when it was coming out they just showed the fucking Matrix trailer and said coming out soon <laughs> the fuck did you do that for like, and then it's so bad. Like, they had a black ball guy in there. Everybody's like, hey, did the other guy die? Dude, is still alive. He's still fucking alive. But did he die in the like, movie? That's the thing. Dude, if he mm-hmm. died in the movie, why make a character look exactly like him? He got rebooted. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> then the little girl... The little girl from the Matrix, like the Matrix Revolution, is grown up now. I don't remember which one she's from, but she's grown up now, and now she's helping Neo. What the fuck is that? With R, so like, yeah, you're, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, and like the bad part is like I wanna, I wanna like this, but they they gave the whole story away. They literally gave the whole story away one scene in the fucking trailer because. They gave this. They gave the trailer. They gave the story away when he picked up a book from Alice in Wonderland. I'm like, okay, why did he pick that up? I'm watching the trailer. I'm like, oh my god, this is literally Matrix in Wonderland. The fuck is <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck is this? What the, the fuck is this? <sighs> oh, garbage. It like it looked good, but like it, it just looked. Whatever. It's like NXT. It's, it's it looks good sometimes, but then like sometimes you're like, well, what the fuck is the story? And like, why are we having this story if you're just gonna blow up the Matrix? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. So Ember Moon for Kaylee Ray. On NXT, good match. Good match. 
Don't know why, <laughs> but it was a good match. I know you're like, okay, what do you yeah. mean you don't know why? Yeah, it just it just was a pointless match. And then after the match, Ember goes, everything's been taken from me. I'm going to have to change up. Like, dude, you just changed up just a year ago. What do you mean? Like, how many times are you going to change up to be better? Like, what, what, what do you mean? 50. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> she's going to change up. She's going to change up one time and show up on WWE Dynamite. They're going to be like, oh, this is what you change up you meant. All right, gotcha. Got exactly what you mean. Won't be able to use that room, though. Yeah, it would be Athena. And then everybody say, she was so underused. Okay. Good for you people. Like that, that that's the that's the walking consensus. Everybody at least they were so underused. Okay. Alright. Okay. So then we had Carmelo Hayes versus Santos Escobar. It was a good match. How did you like it? I liked it. I liked it. It was, it was a good match. Yeah. So, Carmelo got the loss. Yes, he did get the lose. Wait, did he lose? I think he lost. No, he lost. He lost. Yeah, that's what I thought he lost. I don't know why. Just like, for a split second, I'm like, wait, did he lose? No, he lost. Because there was a spot in here... That like I forget the young lady's name, so like Electra Lopez. Thank you, thank you. She, she body slammed him when the referees um beckoned him. Him, uh, Carmelo Hayes, by the way. Pronouns. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then we had um the what is the bachelorette party between Indy Hartwell and a bunch of women. And it was kind of funny because Mackenzie Mitchell was there. She was like, Mackenzie, get up here and interview me. She's like, I left my microphone at home. And you immediately go, wait, she takes her microphone home with her? I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that. (laughs) That You think it's a real thing? I hope not. I hope not. So then, like, she wants to see what Dexter's doing. So Candace is like, I got some spy gear. And they get ready to go spy. I'm like, okay, well, that's the thing. I would, if I was Indy, I would question her on that. Like, why do you have spy gear? Oh, oh nothing. <laughs> that is a good question. Why do you have spy gear? Remember she was spying on, on Indy? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so then we have the debut of the tag team, the Creed Brothers, against two guys, random guys. Well, those random guys died because the Creed Brothers just like murdered them. Question. I honestly have yes. If you didn't watch the match and you just ran- randomly heard Creed Brothers, mm-hmm. right? Uh huh. When did you think Austin Creed? Yeah, that, that, would, that would be a creed that I would think of, not these two guys. Yeah. Like, they, they're some big, meaty, muscular dudes. But it's like, mm. eh, 
I wasn't thinking these two guys is like the guys. But they're not bad, but they're not great either. Yeah, it's it's gonna take some time to get used to them. Mm-hmm. So then we had the, the other scene where the guys are out at the bachelor party and they're in the limo and Johnny's like how are we going to pay for this? And Cameron Grimes opens the door and said, I'm paying for everything. I'm not scared of you anymore. The weirdest part was they had the fucking zombie with them. I'm like, <sighs> And then... Cameron Grimes was scared of the zombie for some weird reason. Yeah. So then we had a hit row promo where the hit row was angry at Lugato de Fantasma and they want to take them down. And B-Fab is mad because she got hit in the stomach. I'm like, okay. Well, that's the thing. Then we had the women's tag team title match. The TikTok tag team versus Io Shirai and Zoe Stars. I hate that so, name. <laughs> TikTok tag team? Yeah. Oh, man. Awesome. The TikTok tag team. TikTok tag team. So, of course, you know, the Tic Tac Tag Team lost to EO Shirai in those stars. You mean EO Shirai? Yes. EO <laughs> did get the win. And EO still hates Zoe. But the Tic Tac Tag Team got beat up by the Rose Factory. Is that the uh, actual name? I like that. No, no, no. I just made that up. It's called them the Rose Factory. I like that. And then we get the saddest promo that I've I've seen in a long time. We get Kylo Riley trying to pretend he's okay and happy. He says, "I'm gonna go for the the title eventually." <laughs> Sad. I don't have any friends here, but I'm gonna go for the title and maybe win it. I don't know. Did he, like, like legit say that? Because that's where he said something about friends. Yeah, he said his friends. And then he was talking about winning and being sad. And he just says, sad. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> so then we go back to the bachelorette party. No, bachelor party. And Johnny is doing stuff and Drake Maverick is there and Dexter Loomis and Johnny keep having these father and son moments and it's, it's really adorable I guess, not to me and then they finally do the hand thing, the way thing and then Indy and Candace come out and they're happy and you go what if Austin sees this Austin, Austin's probably going to come back and beat their ass, I'm like you know what I totally forgot he even existed at all. <laughs> like that's the bad part. I was like, I forgot he existed at all. Yeah. He's gonna fuck up that wedding. Which I, oh, like, it is on the brand new episode of the new, the new NXT. Yeah, yeah that's something there. So, 
Then we get Mei Ying. And Mei Ying is here. And Mei Ying beats up this woman. And she just destroys her. Mei Ying hits the Ming chokehold. And she said, the tongue and death grip is tongue and death right. And it's over. I like her though. Like, he's kind of agile. Yes. And it was at this point that because NXT has fell apart so bad, I had no idea what the main event was. And I kept <laughs> asking, I said, dude, what is the main event? What's the main event of this show? And he was like, I don't know. And nobody knew what the main event was. And come to find out, the main event was Oni Larkin, Danny Birch versus MSK. Which actually was a real good match. A really good match. Which I forgot that match was. Everybody did. <laughs> and the match was so good that MSK won. Did they uh, wind up getting Birch and Orkin beat up by Pete Dunn and uh, the, the other guy? What is his name? Ridge Island. Yes, Ridge Island. Yeah. They beat up Pete Dunn. I mean, God damn it! that's not what happened. Pete Dunn <laughs> and Red Tyler beat up Ernie and Bird because they're angry. Yeah. Tag team, tag team wrestling, guys. Tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling. I know somebody out there is like, oh, like team? Uh, apparently. Okay. But I know somebody's mad. Like, why are you mad at tag team wrestling? Because of what we're about to talk about. Hour of tag team wrestling. (sighs) Monday Night Raw starts up. Show opens up. The tag team champions come out. Orton Riddle. We're about to have a whole big, long tag team turmoil with seven tag teams and the winner gets to go against us for a tag team title okay cool cool we're gonna have this but it starts off with Bobby Lashley coming out saying listen I'm gonna be in this tag team tournament okay then Orton goes well, you should face me eventually. Okay, cool. Stream rules, Bob Lash versus Randy Orton. All right, whatever. We get into the tacking turmoil. Starts off, New Day versus the Viking Raiders. This part was really good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. What about you? No, it was good. And then they beat them... Yes. The New Day beat the War Raiders. Then we had Jinder Mahuli and Beer. And of course, the New Day beat them. Then we had the Lucha House Dragons. The New Day beat them. Then we had Mace and Tibera. So Mace and Tibera there. And they lose to the New Day again. Like, okay, the New Day is beating everybody. Then Mansoor and Ali come out. 
but Mason Tabar are angry. Or angry. So we're just gonna beat up everybody. Uh, we beat up Mansoor, Ali, and the New Day. And for the first time ever, they come out and say, which is Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville says, Hey, you guys can interfere. Um, we're gonna stop this match till later on. Haha. I was like, the fuck? Like, that doesn't even make sense. It didn't make sense, did it? No, it didn't whatsoever. What I said, they should like got rid of them both, and then like, mm-hmm. the next day should have continued it. That would have been great. So it should have been AJ and almost versus I want to say the last team, or was it, there was Bob two left? MVP. Bob Lashley. Mm-hmm. They would be the only ones left, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So then they had a really good match between Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. And the winner gets a shot at the US title. So Sheamus wins. So he's going to face Damian Priest again. Uh, okay. Is it me or like did, did Drew have like a huge? He does, which means he's going to SmackDown. Yeah. So then we had Nikki Ashcroft and Rhea Ripley who are teaming up to face the tag team champions. If they win, they get number one contender. And Nikki says, "We're almost friends." And it's like, uh, what? I don't care. They have a tag team in now, though. Yeah, but they're almost friends. How do you feel about them being almost friends? Oh, like, I don't like it because it's basically, like, fucking arcade bro, but female version. But they're super mm. brutality. Yes. Mm. That's not like something that it, I would come up with. <laughs> in the... It, it does. And you know what the bad part is? Like I didn't come up with WWE, No, that too. But WWE has literally used this in every promotion that they had, except for one. They use it in NXT. They use it on Raw. They use it on SmackDown. They didn't use it on Dynamite yet. But they've, they've used it in every promotion that they had. All the WWE promotions. Give it time. Yes. So then we have John Morrison and Killer Cross. Not gonna fix it. Killer Cross, and they're just talking. And John, uh-huh. you said John Morrison. I don't know why. In my mind, you said that wrong. You totally got it right, but in my mind, you what the fuck? What the only one I got right? What the hell? Yeah, I was about to correct you, but like I, I left it alone. I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah. So they had a fight. And it just it the thing that popped out to me and like stood out to me and I said it to you was like, mm-hmm. didn't he wrestle on Impact? And he was like, Yeah, I think he did. And Impact was like, Hey guys, I heard you and here's the match that you were looking for. Like, thanks, <laughs> Impact. And watching this no. match and yeah. Watching this match and watching their impact match is like night and day. And this is uh-huh. like the, this is like the day, which is like the 
good, clean version, and the night was the good version of Impact. How weird is that to say that it was a good version of Impact? It's not that weird. Like Impact does some bangers. You just people don't pay attention to it. Now, since I said that, I'm going to throw this out there to you and the listeners. Okay. There was a banger between LAX and Penta and Phoenix. Yeah. In Impact. Can they top that in WWE Dynamite? Or Rampage? Uh, I'm going to say not at first. They're going to have multiple matches. Okay. Yeah. Like, maybe like their second match, because they're kind of as backwards when they come to their shit, and their last mm-hmm. match is going to be trash. Their first match is going to be okay. Okay. So let's say they have a series of three. Their second one is going to be the banger. Okay. Because, like, an impact, they had three, but, like, every time we would, like, oh, this one is the banger. Nope. This one is the banger. Nope. Okay. This last one. Oh, my God. Like, they cannot fight anymore. They're just going to fucking destroy everybody. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, how so, crazy it is that they wind up in the same company again. Uh, right. So then we go to the shit show of Charlotte and Naya. Because they tried to recreate something crazy that happened last week. So they're like, all right, you're going to recreate that. You can't artificially recreate a fight. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, it's just dumb. Like, I hate when they do that. Something happens and WWE's like, no, we're just going to recreate this. It's exactly what you tried to do, and it's dumb. If it wasn't mm-hmm. for Shayna that just kept interfering, it, the match would have just been, like, completely pointless. Because Shayna kept interfering, and, like, it seems like her and Nia are going straight to a breakup. Yeah. So, after the match, Selexa shows up on the screen. Because, of course, you know Charlotte won. So Alexis says, Hi! I'm inviting you to come play with me. And Charlotte's like, I'm not playing with you. He's like, But I want you to play with me. I'm not playing with you. Well, I'll come out there and play with you. And Selexa showed up in the ring. Magically. Delicious. I mean, (laughs) cereal. Fucking cereal. (laughs) <laughs> but she showed up in a rig and she literally blew up the internet confused people and made me go what the fuck so Charlotte's yelling at her and Selexa goes and she's like what do you want Selexa points but the internet automatically goes She's pointing at her boobs. I'm like, um, what? It's just like, she's pointing at her boobs. I don't think that's what she's doing. So, apparently she was pointing at the title, but she just pointed and said nothing. So, if I was Charlotte, I would not have said nothing because she just was pointing. I was like, oh, you just want me to come give you a hug and left. 
that's what I would have did. I would have never opened my dumbass mouth and been like, "Oh, you want the title?" Like, you should have like you could have just like you could have went so many routes with this. She was pointing at you, like, "Oh, you want my hair? Oh, you want my outfit? You could have said anything. You want my title? Oh, Jesus! Why did you do that? Now it's the title match. Like you could have you could have swerved her, but no, no. She gave the right answer. Now it's a title match. At least I have to get the title again. So. Hopefully. Yeah. So how do you feel about Alexa playing at Charlotte's boobs? I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> so then we had a 24-7 commercial for the 24-7. Then we had the 24-7 title match with Akira Tozara versus Retinol. The match happens, and then all of the 24-7 nerds come out to try to get him, including Jeff Hardy. That was controversial, apparently, to people. Because they're like, oh my god, they made Jeff Hardy go for the 24-7 title? Oh, no! Jeff Hardy should be doing way more! I'm at the point where I'm like... Yeah, I'm like... Yeah, I'm at the point. I don't even care, dude. Like, I don't. I don't care. Like, I don't. Like, it's not like I'm gonna hate Jeff Hardy. It's like I don't care. Like, like Jeff Hardy was. Jeff Hardy was a two-time champion. Like, I, I, at this point, it doesn't even matter. Like, it's just, it's just all crap central and raw. Who cares? Nobody cares. Yeah. And Reginald tried to run off, and Reginald runs right into none other than the returning Drake Maverick. Why? Uh, I guess the twenty four seven stuff was his best stuff. So. Oh God, whatever. <laughs> so then we get back to the finals of the tag team tuberculosis. So, <laughs> so we get Mansoor and Ali versus the New Day. The New Day pick up the win. And AJ had almost come out. AJ had almost beat New Day because Renegade says, hey, what if the New Day went all the way? And I'm like, you know, it's almost close to happening. And AJ had almost kill him right at the end. Like, oh, well, that's not happening now. They almost did it? No, almost did do it. He, he got the win. <laughs> <laughs> so... After that, almost, and AJ take on MVP and Bob Lash. We're like, okay, all right, this is happening. It's happening. We're we're gonna get this this match. is It's gonna be great, and we're gonna have this thing. And we don't really have this thing. So we get Bob Lash. And MVP winning, but Bob Lash is going to have to take on RKO one on one at Extreme Rules. So yeah. So basically, what you're saying, the, this whole tournament was for nothing. <laughs> yes, yes. That's usually what happens in WWE. A lot of stuff happens for no reason. Yeah, hundred percent. Yes. So that was WWE Raw. 
a whole Divinity centric show. <laughs> yes. So yeah, on the, the next episode, we're we're gonna cover SmackDown. We're gonna cover Rampage, and we're gonna cover a really, 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 really diverse, controversial, angering topic that I can kind of give two shits about. But a lot of fun has come out of it. A lot of fun has come out of it. So yeah, we're going to cover that the next episode. So yeah. Anything to say? Nada. Me no entiendo. (laughs) It wasn't Nintendo today, it was PlayStation. Oh. Oh. Got it, got it. So with that, you know, fuck that shit.